Welcome to the Aerospace Executive Podcast, featuring in-depth conversations with executives, leaders, influencers, and journalists in this dynamic, high-stakes industry. Hosted by Craig Pickett, founder of Northstar Group, the boutique executive search firm for the aerospace industry. You'll learn how top aerospace executives are developing their people, competing for talent, overcoming challenges, and adjusting to industry trends to drive growth and profits. And now, let's join your host, Greg Pickett. Welcome back to the uh, Aerospace Executive Podcast. As always, I'm Craig Pickett. Back today with uh, my good friend, Matt Johnson. Matt's my uh, producer. He's also a fellow podcaster. He's got the uh, the UX podcast, which has a, uh, a great, uh, great list of guests on it, talk about a variety of subjects, both you know, across the board, business-related. Mm-hmm. What else do you talk about, Matt? Well, it's, it's, it's well, a lot first of, of all, business, business is life. That's how, how dare you insinuate we talk about anything else. Uh, no, it's all, <laughs> it's, it's all business. Um, all my guests are, are high-level business coaches, consultants, uh, marketing agency owners. Just I try to talk to the sharpest people I can get on and talk about where business is heading, what new interesting business models are emerging. Uh, and how to take the stuff that's between our ears, our expertise and creativity, and make the most money in the market from it. So, yeah, so I get the opportunity to talk to a lot of sharp people, and every once in a while, I run across a great guest for you. So, we're actually taking one of the guests that I talked to a while back on my show, and he'll be coming up on your show as well. I'm excited for that. So, yeah, every once in a while, we run across some people that are that are good for each other. But we're talking about something different today. We're talking about that actually was inspired by that because the guest that I sent over to you it helps mid-market companies, mid-sized companies scale up. And you were sharing with me that you talk to a lot of those guys and, and, and folks that are in high-level leadership at those types of companies. And it kind of got us into an interesting conversation about people and scale. So I want to I wanna start there. When you think about it, like, look, take your biggest companies. Take your, mm-hmm. your Fords, General Motors, GEs, in the aerospace world, you know, your, your OEMs, the Gulfstreams, the Pratt & Whitney's, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Look, they, they offer a great environment. For, and they and they get some amazing people working for them because look they're you know, people want to go to work for the biggest and best brands um, you know I, a lot of people they they carry their business card around and they they say hey I'm a I'm a sales rep for Bombardier business aircraft or I'm a sales rep for Gulfstream aircraft or you know I'm a senior engineer for Pratt and Whitney designing the new gear turbofan engine and there's a big pride to that. And, you know, I think for those companies to go out to, to universities and to recruit young people, it's almost a layup for them. All they got to do mm. is they, they go and they're like, hey, look, we, we pick and choose who we want. Yeah. What about if you're, what if you're an entrepreneur who's got a, uh, who's got a company that, you know, is, you know, my good friend, uh, I, I'll use his name, um, Jack Kennedy. And his company is Platform Science. Now, Jack is a fellow I've known for almost 30 years. Um, brilliant guy. Uh, absolutely was so far ahead of the internet before every, anybody really knew what the internet was. He, he just understood it from day one and has been an expert in that arena. And, mm-hmm. and he, he did really well with Fox digital media. He was their COO for a long time. And oh, okay. then he went to Qualcomm and he ran a Qualcomm company. Well, a couple of years ago, he started a company called Platform Science, 
which is about ready to take off. Hmm. And you know, you're Jack, and now you've got a network of people that you can you say, hey, look, here's my vision, here's what I'm doing. But what about the people underneath that network of people that you need? Yeah. How do you convince? It's very difficult for, I think, very difficult for entrepreneurial people or mid-market companies with not a lot of you know, brand name to get the best and brightest. Yeah. I think a lot of times, you know, the, the great conversation I have with a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of small mid-market companies is, hey, look, the people you start with aren't necessarily the people that you finish with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you know, you, you've, you've got people who could get you to the level that you needed them to get to, but ultimately with growth comes bigger challenges. So yeah. you're, you know, you got to be constantly recruiting, I think is, I guess the, for a mid, you know, for a mid level, small or mid level company mm-hmm. to be constant, who wants to continue to grow, mm-hmm. continually recruiting. It's a, it's something that's just got, it's a must. Yeah. You know, it can't be, can't be put off until tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. And the interesting thing about that, that statement the people that got you here won't get you there. In other words, when you start to really scale, uh, it, it is interesting because the challenges change. And I think the profile of a person that's drawn to that is different from the person who's drawn to a smaller startup, probably a lower, you know, a little bit lower in terms of the need to be independent and autonomous. Mm-hmm. You know, there's someone that wants to, they, they want to be part of a team. Like obviously they, they might be opportunistic in the sense that they want, they want to be part of something that's growing, that's very different from someone that's drawn to something that's kind of a, a rebel outfit startup, you know, really small company kind of going out there, us against the world style. Mm-hmm. Very different from when you start to scale, you start to deal with bigger contracts, bigger challenges, longer term projects, longer time horizons. It's just a different type of person. And that's a very, uh, it's, it's one of the reasons why venture capital ends up removing a lot of times the original CEO founder, because they'll find out the founder, in their opinion, isn't the guy that can get them to the next <laughs> level either, which well, exactly. happens a lot. You know, I mean, that's part of why, who was it, Andreessen Horowitz got so big so fast, is they came out and said, look, we're the company that we, we want the founder to stay in place for as long as possible. So everybody goes, well, great, let's take capital from them because I'm not going to get kicked out in five years when my own company starts to, uh, to take off. But it's true. Uh, and, I, and, and I have some good friends that would say that that's the wrong approach. And you absolutely should kick out the founder when the company starts to scale because most likely they're not going to be able to navigate that successfully because it, it's just, it's most likely a different kind of person. And right. uh, but it's also very hard for a founder or an entrepreneur to accept that they might be surrounded by the wrong people. Well, well, look, there's a couple of things that happen, you know, and I, I, I talked to you know, ulti- a lot of, a lot of entrepreneurs who've started their company and it gets to the point where they want to keep their arms around everything, mm-hmm. but they can't, you just yeah. can't work 24 hours a day. You can't, you know, you can't be everywhere. Um, so the first conversation, do you have a C, you know, do you have a COO? maybe you need a COO, you know, maybe, you know, to, to handle the operations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's time I go get a, a good COO and they're starting to focus on, you know, the metrics. It's like every it's with every, everything in its life has a, you know, it's, it's like a gate process. Yeah. You, you, you're upstart. Okay. We're a little past upstart. We're adding some people. Okay. We're, you know, getting here. 
But then, you know, ultimately it gets to a point where it's a big, like, like Google, you know, 20 years ago, Google was a startup. Mm-hmm. Today they're massive. Yeah. And my guess is that the processes that are in place at Google, you know, processes and policies and procedures would probably make some of the original software engineers or some of the, you know, people that joined Google absolutely batty mm-hmm. because what do you mean I got to go get four signatures to get an approval on this? <laughs> right. And, but, and I think that's kind of what, what, what I talk about. You know, when I tell people is, Hey, look, the people that you start with aren't the people you finish with. Um, you, you know, it's, it's just having a vision of where you want to be and understanding, you know, do I have those, the right people to get me there? it's a hard conversation to have with yourself, yeah. but it's, and it's probably a hard conversation to have with other people too, mm-hmm. but it's, but it's business and mm-hmm. having the maturity to say, Hey, look, you know, this isn't for you anymore, or this isn't for me anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, you know, it's just, it's, I can't, I can't say anything other than it's just a part of the growing up process. Yeah. Well, let's talk just real briefly uh, before we wrap things up about the idea of always being recruiting. So if you had your way and you could teach or train an executive or a founder of a scaling company, how do you, how do you always have that awareness or how do you, how do you teach yourself to constantly be starting conversations that can lead to uncovering new talent? You know, um, if you don't play, you can't win. You know, it's like lotto. Mm-hmm. If you don't buy a ticket, you can't win. And, you know, from my standpoint as an executive recruiter, I tell other executive recruiters, if you're not present, you're behind, you're, you're lost. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what does that mean? It means, you know, trade shows, conferences, you know, mm-hmm. various industry events, you know, showing up with a pocket of business cards and, telling people who you are, what you do, where you want your company to go to, to be, um, you know, and having those conversations and meeting people and just saying, Hey, look, you know, uh, uh, you know, you understand, you know, it just, it's amazing what you find in just a, you know, cocktail hour, mm-hmm. you know, a beer during cocktail hour at a conference or when you get down to the bar and you, you, you buy a round of drinks for people and you, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it's showing up. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of people, like I said, they, you know, they send their VP, oh, I don't want to go to the conference. I'll send my VP of sales. Right. How do you know if you got a great team, if you don't know what a, you know, how do you know you got, how do you know you got a great team? If you really, if you, if you've never seen anything but your own team. That is very true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, uh, I have one, I have one final thing I want to talk about before we wrap up. Um, but before we do that, what's the best way for people to reach out and connect with you? Call me. If I don't pick up, leave a message. I will call you back within 15 minutes or I'll shoot you a note that says I'll call you back at this time. And then what's the, uh, yeah, what's the, what's the website for the blog, especially website for the blog is northstaresg.com. That is being revamped and a new website will be launched probably in the next 10 days. I'm excited about that. By the time you hear the episode, it's probably up. That's right. And uh, my email is craig at northstaresg.com. Perfect. 
All right. So I'll share, I'll share a question that's worked really well for me in terms of just being a connector. Strategic introductions are kind of one of the things that I track in my own business. And it's, it's contributed a lot uh, to having some really amazing people in my life, both informally. And then, you know, some of those relationships turn formal in the sense that they are either referral partners, um, official or unofficial mentors, you know, my business coach, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, for the most part, a lot of those relationships, or I would say almost all of them came by asking a question like this, either, either through LinkedIn, uh, either through email or after we get off of a conversation, kind of like what we're having. So I'll finish off with like, Hey, I've had, you know, really enjoyed getting to know you. Uh, who can I keep an eye out for you? You know, if, if there was one person that I could introduce you to that make a huge difference in your business right now, who is that? You know, is that if you, if I was talking to a CEO, I might ask him, you know, just to follow up, clarify, you know, is there anybody I can keep it like, what, what kind of executive, who's your perfect executive you might be looking for? So if, if I was on a trade floor or something like that at an aerospace event and I'm networking with other CEOs, C-suite guys, that would kind of be the angle of the, of the question. Um, mm -hmm. Craig, anything you would add to that? Or is, is there another type of question that's worked well for you? You know, that's a question I actually always ask. Is it really? Clients of saying, yeah, hey, look, if there was one skill set, if I came across one skill set or one person, who would you really get? Mm -hmm. they you'd be you know hugely interested in what would that what would that look like look like yeah. and i always keep it in the back of my head yeah um you know on the other on the flip side too no i think it's uh i, I read a great article i think it was on linkedin and i'll put it up on my and uh it said always be always be reaching out you know you know looking out the window okay and looking out the window is hey when you see somebody walking by that you really want to meet you know, look out the window and yell to them, hey, Joe, yeah, let's connect. They may think you're a little nuts, but you'd be surprised how many doors it could open. And I think on the second thing is, is it's never about you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you're doing your job right, no matter who you are, it's always about everybody else. If you're doing the things you need to do to make everybody else successful, your success will come too. Mm. So, yeah. you know, you can always be, you know, yeah, there's always a little bit of selfish intent in there and say that, but at the end of the day, if you are doing your job or helping other people attain their goals and your boss reaches bonus, your bonus will be record levels every year. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. All right. Uh, so my, my two cents for before we wrap it up, will just be to, um, you know, for everybody listening, make sure to go to Apple, you know, iTunes or Apple podcast, whichever, you know, device, uh, you're on, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, give us a review for the show It'd be, we'd really appreciate it. If there was a particular guest that you liked, uh, make sure to give them a shout out, uh, in the review, thank them for their time and their contribution. We have a lot of really great, super, super busy, high level people on the show. Um, so make sure to thank them when they come on. So that's all I got, Craig. This has been a lot of fun. I love these conversations. These are a blast for me. These are, these are awesome. I love them as well. Thanks, Matt, for coming on.